another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and joining me, of course, is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. You say, of course, it's been a minute. I I, I missed last week, so, you know, it's nice well, to be I mean, back. Yeah. Well, you're always here in spirit, so there it is. Something like that. <laughs> and you're always on Twitter at Horizon Matt. That is true, as long as Twitter's I mean, here. I mean, Twitter is still here, so Twitter's still here. You're on, you're at Horizon Matt. Podcast is on Horizon RT. Um, we're on Facebook at Horizon Roundtable. Um, we're at HorizonRoundtable.com, and you can join. Uh, you can subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. Um, so yeah, you you missed the conference schedule, Matt, but we jumped right back. There was one game, one game in the conference, and then everybody just scattered about to the four winds on into their respective non-conference deals once more. I I will never understand the scheduling other than just time dictates it, but I hate it. I hate it. Really? I mean, is it because the is it because IUPUI and Green Bay were in the morning? I mean, I didn't love that either, but I mean, I just hate the two random ass Horizon conference games and then back to non-con. Like I I want to see non-conference <laughs> conference like sectioned off but whatever here we are and we did have one more conference game that we apparently have to discuss and can't ignore yeah that's wait wait dynamite drop it <laughs> good segue into iupui green bay yeah that's what we do well you know somebody had to win that game you know not only did someone have to win but you, you know what green bay was the better team for two halves they were they absolutely were they 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 beat the lesser team. They did what they're supposed to do. What what yeah. most people not named me expected them to do. I really thought IUPUI would get this one, and they didn't, and that's okay. Um, but they kept it close. Yeah, and and they didn't have Brock Hefner in this game either. So on top of them winning, they won without Brock Hefner. That seems notable. It is, especially. Uh, uh, especially given his contribution to a game, uh, his game against Kansas City, which we'll talk about later in the podcast. But it didn't matter because <clears throat> Zay Blake got 20 points and Clarence Cummings the third got 16. Yeah, um, I don't know who was grabbing the re- rebounds, but somebody was. What was the I, rebound? Uh, it was what? 20, it was 23 seven. to 21. So yeah. So either people weren't missing or it was just, you know, it was just dropping out of bounds. You know, what's still baffling me about this IUPUI team is Boston Stanton is not contributing the way that I expected, nor Jonah Carrasco. Like I expected those two. I mean, granted last year was a bad team and we've talked about when you have a bad team, someone's going to get points, but I, I was, I liked both of those players. So I really thought they would be bigger pieces for this Jaguars team this year. Yeah. And the thing is, and during that, Green Bay game. I mean, Jonah Carrasco played 22 minutes, and he's in pretty overwhelmed. And he What's was in no because because uh, Chris Austin kept getting into foul trouble. But I will say, Cade Meyer played 30 minutes, and he only had seven points and three boards. That's not a great game from Kate, a Cade Meyer that we've kind of expected to to lead. Well, we are waiting for the Cade Meyer game. We're gonna get the Cade Meyer game eventually. Spoiler alert! But It'll it hasn't happened. Yet. It always does. Keyword but yeah, yet, yet. So. Not to give anything away over the rest of the week, but yet. Yes. We haven't really, yeah, I, I've not really seen a breakout Cade Meyer uh, performance. And in order for this Green Bay team to do well, Cade Meyer's going to have to break out. 
the, the, they need more than what we've seen. I mean, again, they they did oh, beat IUPUI. They were the better team that day by by far. And yeah, I watched this game. What else was was I gonna do on a Monday afternoon work? <laughs> Get out of here with that business. Um, but Green Bay was the better team. Like I've I've been very anti Green Bay. I admit that. I I'm not gonna hide about that. I don't think they're a good team. I don't think they've recruited well. I want them to tank terribly so that they can press the reset button and get it right because I don't think they did. But meanwhile, all that said, in this game, they were the better team. That is true. They were indeed. They were indeed. And you know who the real winners were? The kids. The children. The children. Because they apparently didn't care that these are the two worst basketball teams in the United States. They were. They had fun, damn it. Well, why should they care? They didn't go to school that day. They watched basketball and they screamed their faces off. What more yeah. could you ask for? That's right. And, yeah, the kids in Indianapolis got to do that again uh, today. Uh, we're recording on Monday. So they got to do that, too, this uh, they, in, during. Yeah. Yeah, but this time they got to watch IUPUI take on the basketball. And that's always a good game. The basketball. That's right. Spalding. But we'll talk about that at the end. We'll get um, there. Yeah. Um, so funny because. And I'm not really understanding this. Yeah, I to the, to your point, I don't understand the scheduling for Green Bay specifically, knowing full well that they were probably going to have some. They were probably going to have to think about the conference schedule and this conference, these first two conference games, and the non-conference schedule. But because lo and behold, right after beating IUPUI, they got to then go to Chicago and play Loyola. That didn't go well. No, it didn't. Oh, did you expect it to go well? I mean, no, I didn't, but I don't get it. I mean, yeah, I mean, this was not, I mean, Cade Meyer got 15 points, but again, not the breakout we were expecting. He only got three rebounds. I this mean, Braden, this Braden Norris kid for Loyola Chicago, he seems like a good player. Could you imagine him on like a mid major team like Oakland? Like, what a good oh, season that would be. Oh, and oh, did you? Did, I did see that he's the A10 player of the week this week, by the That's way. That's super. Love that. Love everything Gotta about throw it. Throw that in there. It's amazing. Amazing how that works. Braden Norris is the star on this Loyola team. Well, at least that team's not, you know, coached by a former Oakland player and former assistant coach and, you know, all these Oakland ties. Like, that that would just be, like, the ultimate slap in the face, right? Like, oh, you, you mean Drew Valentine? That's the guy, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah. I'm not going to turn this speaking over. Of, speaking of Oakland, yeah. No, the, the that's not. trip to Syracuse, no. yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. Can, okay, this is going to be my Oakland piece for this entire time because, luck, thank goodness, after this Oakland-Syracuse debacle, Oakland didn't play the rest of the week. They don't play until, like, the end of the current week that we're recording, and they had, like, 12 days off, something ridiculous, and they needed every minute of it, and maybe a different team's going to come out of, of, of this break because this Oakland team is is really bad, and I'm not used to saying that about Oakland. They're, I'm used to them being mid-pack or better. At worst, they're mid-pack. This Oakland team is potentially for Oakland historically bad. Like there's no way around it. They're Trey Townsend leading the way with 29 points and 12 boards against Syracuse. Great game. When you're counting on Trey Townsend to lead your team right now, that's not it. Oh. And Jalen Moore's hurt. Rocket Watts is hurt. Mark, you know, whatever we want to call him right now. I know you're big on the Mark train because this can't possibly be Rocket. It can't possibly be. Mark has kidnapped Rocket. <laughs> that um, is what's happened. Whatever's going on in Rochester camp, he's only got a little bit of time to, to get it right, whether that's health, whether that's scheme, whether that's whatever. This team is bad. It is. It is. So, it is. 
not even I did not expect the level of suckitude that I have. None of us did. None of us had them worse than half halfway down. There's no excuse for it other than I mean, injury and bad skin. It's such a it's such a horizon league thing to happen though, don't you think? It happens I mean, every year that really somebody is. But the, Some, the talent just, there, so somebody just drops a giant turd, and guess what? Unfortunately for you, Matt, it's your team. You know what? I'm okay with that. Like, I think that's what people don't realize is yes, I cover Oakland. Yes, I went to Oakland. Yes, I'm a I'm generally an Oakland type person, but I don't I don't care. Like, my job is to cover this team, and when they're good, I'm gonna tell you they're good, and when they're bad, I'm gonna tell you they're bad. And I I just don't think a lot of the Horizon Roundtable oh, Horizon League fans out there understand that about me. And that's okay, but like if I tell you your team's bad, it's because I think your team's bad. I'm not gonna tough you up and and say that or either way. Right now, Oakland's really bad. Yes, yes, they are. They really are. Um, yeah, that was a really Tuesday was a really bad night because you know because uh, Chattanooga kind of let the wind out of Milwaukee's sails. The best <laughs> game was a 12 point loss. Yeah, that's not a good night. Best game was a 12 point loss. No, it was it was not. Although, if I'm being honest, Chattanooga is a really good team. <laughs> they are, and Milwaukee didn't look terrible. I mean, the first half was, was rough. They made a, a decent run. Yeah. Yeah, but they ran out of gas. I mean, but you, I wasn't really expecting a lot. I mean, yeah, they were down by 23. I was going to say, when you're chasing lost, 23, that's going to happen. That they lost by 12 was a freaking miracle. Yeah, it was. It looked like it was going to get a lot uglier. It was. It looked like it was going to get Oakland Syracuse ugly there in a minute. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, it, I mean, it, Wednesday was better. Oh, uh, sorry. I, I have. I have one question, Milwaukee based, and maybe you don't have this answer, and I missed it. Is Vin Baker hurt, or is are we were we really just that wrong about who would emerge from Milwaukee as a potential piece? Because he didn't even play in this game. No, he played. He's played recently. But yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that just tells you again how wrong we were about Milwaukee in the off season, which we were just grasping at straws anyway. I don't feel that bad about it, but. Whew. No, no, no. You can tell who their you can tell who their guys are at this point. You can you can pretty much tell who you, who their guys are at this point in Milwaukee, yeah. and it, it's been a pretty steady rotation. Any but any between Ahmad Rand, Justin Thomas, B.J. Freeman. Marquise Browning, Kedria Pulliam, you know, those are, that seems, those seem like the guys at this point. Throw in a little Angelo Stewart, Mike, uh, once in a while, maybe a little Jalen Johnson here and there. Hey, we'll even talk about Elijah Jamison a little later on. But yeah, that's, that. their core starters right now, those are the guys they, that Barn Lundy is expected. That's the, that's what, who they're looking for in terms of scoring. So the fact that, you know, I don't know if any. I, did somebody expect something out of Moses Bowl either? Because that's not really been a thing either. That's, so. not, that's not a thing. But you it's know what a was thing. a thing? What was a thing? Wednesday got a little better for the Horizon League. A little. A little better. As long as you get away from. Yeah. Um, as long as you get away from Cleveland State. Um, so so we're clear. If, when Cleveland State's offense is on, it is really on. When it's off, be lucky if they score 50. Yeah, that was not a, a good game for uh for Cleveland State fan. No, it really wasn't. Um, yeah, I mean, it, this this same team that scores ninety two against Detroit Mercy basically can't hit the uh, can't hit the broadside of a barn against St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure, I, I, a very good 
defensive team, I might add, one that beat Notre Dame, I might add. But yeah, it was just kind of a giant steaming turd. I'm a, I'm not going to tell you I'm the biggest statistician and I don't like memorize stats and things. There's people out there that have that mind. I numbers are not my game, but I yeah. can't tell you the last time I remember a Division One team that didn't have a player score double figures. And the the, team. yeah, exactly. I mean, this was this was I I don't think I've seen this bad an offensive performance in Cleveland for Cleveland State in a while. Um, yeah. I'm just yeah, glad. They, they, I mean, they didn't lose by 20. They lost by 19, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Northern Kentucky didn't great, do great against Wazoo either, by the way. Apparently, uh, Washington State would uh, would be leading the Horizon League right now. I mean, okay, I, I'm fine with that. I mean, I would assume that Washington State's budget facility is recruiting all those things should be better than a Horizon team. Should. You would think so. Pac-12 is a weird... Pac-12 is a weird beast this year. You know what? Northern um, Kentucky is a weird beast this year. I have, I'm have, i still not really is. sure about them yet. I don't think they're sure about each other either. And that, you know what? Regardless. That's okay, I guess. But, like, they're, they're it's just weird. Yeah. it's It's been kind of a roller coaster ride for Northern Kentucky fan. That's that's for sure. Um, yeah. But, hey, hey, Detroit Mercy won. Look, remember that time, like, five minutes ago, if you go back on the podcast where I said, if your team's good, I'm going to say they're good. And if your team is bad, I'm going to say they're bad. And that's just what yeah. it is. Detroit Mercy is a really, really good basketball team all of a sudden. And uh, Gerald Liddell um, is making the difference. The double, double machine. Oh my God. Dude, dude, dude is um, as, as build uh, him and Antoine together. I mean, Tulsa is not a great team um, at this point, but like you're seeing it that uh, Detroit Mercy has potential to uh, make a run in this league. Um, on any yeah. night, you know, if Antoine can put up 35, 40 points, which he's capable of, and Gerald Liddell can be that second piece and, you know, pull down every rebound and block some shots and all. It's a scary team in the in league. That, that is true. I, I, I would like another scoring option. I thought Jaden Stone was the guy, but apparently not lately. I know he's I think he's I think he's still getting over something, though. Yeah, but, and I mean, but I mean, if Stone or uh, De, uh, Demezzi Anderson, if one of them can just even can Isaiah just, Jones, the freshman, he's been pretty good lately. They just need someone to, to chip in. Uh, T.J. Moss comes off the bench for them, and you know, get some good minutes. Like it's easy. It, yeah, this has potential to be a pretty good uh, Detroit Mercy team. That um, again, I, I don't usually say good things about Detroit Mercy because they've been pretty bad. No, but you, you know, know what? This Detroit Mercy team is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that they are. Again, I think it. I and again, it just seems like they they're always behind the eight ball every year. Though I mean, it just seems to me that we're every year in and year out they spend the first you know five six games floundering, and then all of a sudden they just get it all together. I'm like, I mean, could you guys not do that? Can we skip that step or something, you know? We can skip that step, please. Hey, hey, by the way, congratulations to Robert Morris. Got another road win. The beat That's Central. That really is a good day, especially, yeah. So, um, yeah, and I think, yeah, again, they got this big, they got the, the their three main guys, Josh Corbin, Khalil Spear, Enoch Cheeks. That Those are their guys, generally. As far as as this rotation is concerned, any you know, one of those Jake's guys been scored... as good as any player in the Horizon League this year. Oh, absolutely, at this, at absolutely, this absolutely. 
And yeah, and with with the guy with guys like Cheeks and Spear and and Corbin, maybe they're finally getting it together. Maybe they're finally turning it around. I mean, Andy Tool. We've been expect, we've been expecting this for years. Andy Tool's a hell of a coach, and I think Horizon fans might have forgotten or didn't realize that. Like out of the yes, NEC, which is somehow worse than the Horizon League generally, but like Andy Tool's a hell of a coach. Yeah, and if he can get get his stuff together here with this team, like yeah, I think yeah, I think and funny enough, I think the uh, the last two games in the non conference are old NEC foes. So go eat them up, guys. <laughs> oh, and 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 Purdue Fort Wayne beat up on Semo. That was yay. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. We're talking about Purdue Fort Wayne. We're hoping we again Purdue Fort Wayne. These are the guys you got to beat. Just you know, these are the guys you got to beat. I know they struggled a little bit. Um, you know, the, I'm sure they weren't expecting to lose to Detroit Mercy for sure. But yeah, this these these are the types of these are the contests we are we are looking for for Purdue Fort Wayne to get into, and it's always about the shooting. Every time, and he kind of over they, they kind of overcame it a little bit. They were only thirteen from thirty-two from three-point, but I mean, go within, go a little further in the arc. They were almost fifty percent against against Simo. And again, you know, you get you get a guy like when you got a guy like Jared Goffrey on your team, you're gonna be okay. <laughs> Well, and we said a lot last year that we felt like Purdue Fort Wayne didn't pass the eye test. You know, they they shot yeah. a lot of threes, but they made a lot of threes. They seem to have a little bit of luck. They haven't really had all that same mojo this year, but it's still a pretty good team. And yeah, if they can get shooting. Yeah, that's true. And I think they're I think they're starting to. I, I it looks like, and probably helping them right now is them at, uh, getting the getting more from the rotation. Because it's always been the, 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 the it's always been it's always been Godfrey Planutis, Damien Chonqui, Rob Petty. I mean, last year was De, uh, Deontay Phillips off the bench. It was only ever about five or six guys. You occasionally got Jonathan Dijonay and JoJo Peterson. Now you get a Quinton Morton Robertson and an Anthony Roberts, both of which did really well against Simo. Both of them scored 13 points apiece. I'm con- I'm convinced. It- I'm pretty sure Quentin Morton Richardson is, is shorter than Damian Chanquie. Which is saying something, because Jalen Moore towered, o- towered over both I, of them, and that's I am that's pretty troubling. sure they're both listed at 5'8", and I I, <laughs> I don't see it. I, I actually, but it doesn't matter, because you know, um, this is, I've been waiting for Quentin Morton Richardson, uh, Quentin Morton Robertson, because um, John Kaufman talked about him last season, but he took a red shirt. Now we get. Now we're going to get to see him. He is. It's good to have him because when you get a guy, because uh, it's almost like a mirror image when you get Chonqui and then you get Morton Robertson, and it's like a nice one-two punch at the point. Very good. Absolutely. So, so that's that's good for uh, yeah. So you're, you're they're really he's really starting to expand that bench there. So that's helpful, especially when you got guys like you know. Morton Robertson and, and Anthony Roberts coming off the bench who can contribute, who have contributed previously at their previous school. So, yeah. All right. So 
I got to talk about Thursday's game. Yes, I know really? it's Westminster College. Okay, so this is I have to talk about this game because the strangest freaking thing came out of this game. Somebody scored a triple double, Matt. Nobody knew that he scored a triple double, but he scored a triple double. This is I didn't know about like an hour later. This is still news to me. What what did I sleep on? Okay, so yeah, basically the entire the entire starting roster pretty much didn't. By and large, they didn't they didn't start they didn't play the second half. Um, with I the exception, holy of, holy cow! Go on, sorry, I did I I go, see, go on. There you go. No, this is this week. Uh, no, the game against Westminster was the Bryce McBride show. Don't know how it happened. Guy got he scored a triple double. I don't know when he did it. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. He got eleven points. I was gonna say I can tell you how ten he rebounds did it. and. 15 assists. The guy got 15 assists. And let me tell you they only had 30 assists as well. That's so. true. Well, here's the thing, though. And here's the funny part of the whole game. that At the end of that game, basically it was just Youngstown State and Westminster just trading three-point shots. They, that's what they were doing. Shades of Grinnell College. I was going to say, did you see that Grinnell thing? I don't want to get too far off course. They went went full Grinnell at the end of this game. That's all they did. They shot three-pointers. For anyone paying attention, not paying attention at home, um, Grinnell College and is that Div 2 NAI? Div 3, actually. Div Div 3. Managed to go an entire game not shooting anything except three-pointers. And one. Yeah. Yeah. Three is greater than two. And you know what the funny part? The great, the, the crazy part is they took twenty. Youngstown State took twenty three pointers. Twenty three pointers in the second half. They shot fifty percent. They were forty one percent from three point in that game. Now, of course, they won by a hundred. You know, they won one hundred seventeen by. You know, they won by like what is it fifty two or something like that. Yeah, but that's that's what that the last game the last part of the game was. Basically, everybody's just shooting threes. You know, other than mostly, mostly Chris stuff. Shelton, by the way, mostly Chris Shelton, because that was basically nearly all, almost all him. That that's all he shot is Chris Shelton's last part of the game, that, which is weird because I am I I really thought I was going to see more out of or from more of Chris Shelton, not you know shooting three a bunch of three pointers at the end of blowouts. I thought I was going to see more from Chris Shelton, honestly, and somehow I have not. I gotta, I gotta just tell you, Bob. This is already way more time than I anticipated spending about that game. I'm sorry. It was, it was, a, it was just, it was so, it was a funny as hell game. Just, I mean, you got oh, all. That's the, fine. I'm just telling you, got, you, I didn't prep anything because I went, okay, Youngstown, Westminster, you up one set. All right, moving on. See, you didn't know either. Somebody pointed it out to me. I'm like, holy crap! I didn't realize. What would I do it. without you, Bob? I'd be lost. I, I'd miss. Uh, actually, it's our, it's notes. our followers on Twitter. They did that, so. You know, Elon, stop screwing up Twitter. Our, our, you know, we want to we want to keep our followers, you moron. <laughs> well, let's let's get to Saturday because Saturday had a lot of actually really good basketball. Um, oh, Saturday! Like so Saturday result. annoys me because Saturday is like a lot of way too much snapping the uh, snatching defeat out of the jaws of victory. You're just That's you're just was. pouty because your Cleveland State Vikings lost to in-state school Kent State. Oh, now, yeah, you know what? I did not. Oh, okay. Now, to be clear, I did not expect that. I did not expect Cleveland State to win. Kent State no. is picked to finish to win the MAC. I mean, Kent State is picked to win the MAC, and they came within a hair of. You know, they 
they gave Gonzaga a freaking scare in the kettle. So that they only lost by nine is a miracle. <laughs> uh, they were up, uh, however, yeah. Um, I am disappointed that they were as close as one and then ran out of gas. That wasn't cool, but it is what it is. And once again, the power outage, I mean, the, the, the scoring is just not, it, it doesn't seem like it's just, I mean, you got 20 out of, you got 20 out of Spider. You got 12 out of Tristan and LaRuda. I wish I just, we, yeah. Pat Fianchik was on the call doing color for uh, Cleveland State. And I, and as I begrudgingly admit, yeah, uh, Tristan and Aruna needs to step up a little more. We need more Tristan and Aruna. I do. I'm the one who, like, hyped the guy up all off season. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Anyway, Cleveland State lost. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm not, I'm not, that one I wasn't too, uh, I, I expected that one. Uh, same with Robert Morris and, and, and Marshall. Marshall was one, lost like one game all season. That, that Robert Morris only lost by nine when, when at one, at one point in time, I think they were down by like 25 or something. Yeah, yeah. that one, I, I think final score might not have been entirely indicative of, of how that game went. They got, they got beat by a much better, better team. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. I mean, but yeah, it was it, again. It's Marshall. They, Marshall is playing their asses off. I mean, they're probably going to win the Sun. I don't. I keep continually forgetting they're in the Sun Belt. Like, they okay. are. See how much I pay attention. I still thought they were in Conference USA or something. I mean, I see where you'd be at on that. It's yeah. But I mean, at, at, that so is a very. So many people move around. What do you want? <laughs> That is a very good Marshall team. I mean, um, they beat Moorhead, they beat Akron, they beat Ohio, they beat Duquesne, they um, Miami, Ohio. Like, lost to Queens, but you know, the only game they lost was the Queens. So, you know, that's kind of weird. A little outlier there, first game of the year. But anyway, I'm not getting into a big Marshall breakdown. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I've done that. But um, no. you know, Robert Morris lost that game. They probably could have lost by a lot more. They they kept it competitive towards the end. They're cool. Yeah, very true. So, um, yeah, so uh, so Detroit Mercy uh, lost in overtime to Charlotte. Apparently, the the rubber match it's a push. Apparently, Detroit Mercy won. Charlotte won. One again, one of those weird scheduling things where Detroit Mercy and Charlotte played twice. Yeah, I I don't get it. Whatever. I mean, it's not mine to get. Um, Charlotte makes me laugh. We've talked about this privately. I I couldn't get over uh, it. I- Jay and Silent Bob coming through strong on that one for me. It doesn't matter. Uh. Well, the 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 yeah. So uh, and by the way, uh, in this game, Antoine hit thirty six. He's now got three thousand points. Um, I, I this is a game that I was able to watch a lot of, and um, Antoine was pretty good. I mean, ten to seventeen from three, and there were there were stretches where he couldn't miss, and he just he was the offense, which I mean was probably the problem. They only went eight deep and. One, you know, one of those players only played a couple minutes. It was a lot of Antoine Davis, um, but you know, you also had Lydell with 18 rebounds. You know, another double double. It's what he does there. A couple blocks, like man, yeah, him, him in uh, in conference is gonna be. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know if anybody has somebody that can s- really play with him right now. Like at six eight, athletic. Yeah. You know, he he's. And seven of those boards were offensive too. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna chalk up. Yeah, 
So, so what do we chalk up the Detroit Mercy losing to Cleveland State by the fact that three guys were out, or because Gerald Liddell did the same thing against Cleveland State? I'm pretty sure he had like 14 and 14. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So maybe yeah, maybe Cleveland State is the only one that can match up against Detroit Mercy, but then Cleveland State has to go to Callahan, and let's face it, Detroit Mercy doesn't really lose at Callahan, so. I think Oakland might differ, beg to differ, but nonetheless, that's a, pretty, mean, that, that's history. The, the outliers, that notwithstanding. <laughs> but so yeah, yeah Detroit, so, Detroit Mercy dropped that game to Charlotte. Um, I really think they probably should have won that game, but they didn't. Couldn't finish. They did not. And they're not the only ones who did that. Uh, Wright State did that to Western Kentucky. They needed Wright State needed that game. That would have been a big win, too. I mean, that would have been a big win because, you know, again, Western Kentucky only has lost one game this year. And that was to Akron. Yeah, and they were playing, yeah, they lost to Akron. They, I mean, somebody has to explain to me what's going on with Trey Calvin. I mean, I'm not understanding this at all. You know, I'm also not totally understanding it. I'm, I'm a guessing that Nagy's trying to send a message, but. Something I talked about in the offseason and everyone thought I was just being mad over here and that's fine is uh, the play of Amari Davis. I told you that when when he signed there that I wasn't I mean, if I could get Amari Davis on my team, would I want Amari Davis on my team? Absolutely. I'd want him on my team. But do am I the biggest Amari Davis? Do I think he's the bees knees be all and all player? No. And I said that and I, I'm, it's tough to measure, but. He's struggling. Amari Davis seems to be the one struggling defensively, and he's yeah. not really terribly efficient. I mean, he's not having this standout year that I think people were expecting, and things can change. But, you know, you've got him playing 35 minutes in this game, scoring 11 points. You've got Kelvin coming off the bench, getting 30 minutes and scoring 20 on a little bit more efficient shooting. Like, I don't know. It's just this is a team that still seems to be trying to put some pieces together. Well, one thing, one piece they should have been putting together is the three pointers because they were three for sixteen. They're just not good, <laughs> and I think that's a bigger that's a big problem too because you know you got guys who are supposed to be coming off the bench like Hubris and Wellage who are supposed to shoot three pointers, and guess what? They didn't. Tim Finke is supposed to be your three point guy. He hit none. I've never seen in any game that I've watched of Wright State at no point have I ever seen Finke be that guy. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've missed game. I'm not going to tell you I watch every Wright State game to the, to the tee. But I just never seem to get the impression from Tim Finke that he is what he was kind of billed as. You know what I mean? Like. And by the way, I don't know who was – I'm not – who was on – was it – I don't think it was Trey Calvin that was on Davion McKnight for Western Kentucky. I don't think he was on him the whole time because McKnight got 32 points. I don't think he was on him the whole time. So it wasn't just his fault. Yeah, I mean, I, again, it really boils back down to Nagy's a hell of a coach, and I'm not going to question Scott Nagy. I've learned about that in my long career following no. Oakland all the way back to Sandy, or South Dakota State days. But that said, um, having your top assist guy, your top one of your top, probably your top scorer, all these things yeah. coming off the bench for potentially, we keep hearing rumors of because he's struggling defensively, and then watching your team, the rest of the team struggle defensively. I don't get it. What I find really funny is they got the six, they got that seven five guy, Jamarian Sharp, who was supposed to go to Missouri, by the way, changed his mind, went back to Western Kentucky. I see, I saw Wright State's big men running circles around this guy. What, what you do I with mean, a big like that, right? 
I mean, seriously, I mean, A.J. Braun had no problem defending him, had no problem cutting in front of him. Like, not at all. It was... Dude only had five boards, like... Yeah, that's the fun... That's Again, that's... Yeah, and I mean, he, he had three blocks, but I mean, I think one of them was to, against Keaton Norris, who's like a foot shorter than him. <laughs> Two feet shorter than him. Something like that, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean... You, you see some positives for them. You see that, again, the big men, they're, they're you know, and you're not surprised because that's like Scott Nagy's bread and butter, but, you know, the perimeter shooting's just not there. The defense obviously isn't there if you're going to have a guy, you know, have a guy go off for 32 on you. It's not going to get it done. And that guy couldn't miss either. He's, McKnight was 13 for 17. Like, somebody might get on and get any, no three-pointers. He was just slashing and just getting in front. Because, honestly, Western Kentucky did actually did worse beyond the arc than Wright State did. At the end of the day, it came down to guard play, and McDyke did better. Yeah, Wright State's got some uh, some things to put together still, for sure. Indeed they do. You know who wow. put it together, though, on this day is Purdue-Fort Wayne. Purdue-Fort Wayne once again. Yeah, I mean, you know, Missouri State was trying to get put a scare in them, that's for sure. Well, and this no. Missouri State team beat a real bad Oakland team by 12 just the, about two weeks ago now. They did indeed. And, uh, yeah, for two, Fort Wayne absolutely got it together. So, yeah, they uh, they got it together, and uh, they won 65-61. Once again, another Jared Godfrey performance. Got love Rob Petty, who got 14 boards, too. As I say, what I like about this this win for them is it, it seems very much like a uh, – a classic, a classic, uh, Purdue Fort Wayne from last year, where you, yeah, you know, you had Godfrey scoring 17, Billups at 12, but but there was it, it was really a, a team, a team event. It really you know, was. Like, it was a, it was a good team win, and that that's what you want to see, I think, uh, if you're Purdue Fort Wayne. Um, still struggling a bit from three, but but overall, the, you know, this wasn't a superstar winning them this game, and I think that's what they needed. Yeah, and that's exactly what they did. Beat Anna. Beat Missouri State yeah, on the road. Uh, yeah, beat Missouri State. Got it done. Beat Missouri State on the road, too. So yeah, and again, this that is a team, team that uh, beat, beat Oakland pretty soundly recently. So That's true. That is true. So so you got to, yeah. yeah. I mean, and again, this is this is exactly what Purdue-Fort Wayne needs to do. I mean, this is the, again, this is the team that is supposed to be one of the best teams, if not the best team in the Horizon League. And they got to get start. You know, this is where they need to start getting the momentum, getting everybody together, and start getting these wins. And they're they're starting to get it done. Hey, a win over Missouri Valley team is is always going to be a good win for for Horizon uh, right now. Unless it's Valpo, and then I wonder. Uh, <laughs> I'm wondering when Valpo is going to get relegated to the Horizon League again. I'm Evan, not even Evans, sure the Horizon League wants them at this point. Evan Evansville at this point, like. Whew. You guys screw up more. We're gonna send you over to the Ohio Valley Conference. All this said, though, not the best win in the Horizon League on this Saturday. No, no, it was not, and I can't even believe I have to say who won. Green you want Bay me to say it because won. I because I've because I've been just that guy. Said it. Green Bay won. Green yeah, they beat beat Kansas City, who's not been great this year. Not been great, no. I mean, which is not great considering you know. Marvin Menzies, that, that's the coach, Menzies, mm-hmm. from North, North New Mexico State, right? That's the guy. We should Sounds know right. this, shouldn't we? I didn't, I, I, I don't know. 
You know what I do know? I can tell you only one thing about UMKC from this year. Oh, I, I, I think I know what it is, but tell me. Their, their best wins against Toledo. Which is no, yeah, it's, it's yeah, that, that's, that's so erratic. <laughs> okay, hold on. I know, I, I, I don't want to tep, step on Todd and the, uh, the Summit people's toes, but can I tell you my favorite UMKC fun fact? Like actual fun Absolutely, fact? absolutely. Like, quick, quick sidebar. You know what, you know what, they, you know what, they, they play Green Bay, they're in play for the, uh, but for the, re- for the rest of the Summit League, reaching the Summit podcast. Okay, but here's my so once upon a time Oakland and UMKC were in uh, the summit together. So I, I know quite a bit about UMKC. Um, here's my fun fact: UMKC is one of only two universities in all of of, of collegiate land to have okay. a mascot designed by Walt Disney. Get out of here! That the UMKC Rue was a Walt Disney uh, design. Really? Yeah. I- did not know that. The other one being Donald Duck in Oregon. Really? That well, clearly they must have changed it because now they got this. Uh, now they got this angry brew guy. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I guess I don't know what's been changed about it, but the original UMCC like, kangaroo. That's why I was uh, like, I'm blown away by the fact that it well, that was Walt Disney. I'm like, yeah, now they got angry brew, and I can yeah, see the, why he's angry because they lost the Green Bay. The original UMKC kangaroo was was uh, was a Walt Disney design. That is, that is, that I, I'm kind of blown away by that. See, you didn't expect me to be dropping UMKC facts, fun that. facts like that, did you? Yeah, see? Especially Count not me the, out, Bob. Count me not, out. Especially not for a game where they lost to Green Bay. Green Bay well, won. Me, oh, by the way, one other fun fact about Kansas and KC. Uh, one of their starting guard is former UIC, uh, UIC player Raekwondis Mitchell. Remember him? I do remember him. Yeah, he got. Then he realized that, yeah, UIC wasn't the place to be, so he got the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, you know. Which apparently is not an easy out, as it turns out. Yeah. Looking at you uh, with Demario Franklin, guys. Come on, come on. Really, uh, you made that. You guys have made. I'm sorry, UIC made that much of a freaking stink about. Make that much of a stink about. You know, the Horizon League denying them championships. Then they turn around, what, six months later and basically tell, you know, Damari, frankly, he can't get, he can't get cleared for reasons. The pettiness over there is pretty much off the charts. You know, I'm not sad to see them go. Bye, guys. Bye. Just go. Enjoy Bye. losing a lot. Anyway, yeah. but well, um, Green Bay. Enjoy, enjoy losing to Valpo. I, you know that's just a slap fight. Anyway, I, can this we trip. focus? Can we focus? Green Bay beat UM, yes. UMKC, and that yeah, was yeah. I know. Good we, I mean, it's, I mean we're we're beating around the bush right now. You know that, right? Cade <laughs> Meyer put up 25 points. There was this a Cade is, Meyer game. Thank you, the Cade Meyer breakout game that I've been alluding to. It finally happened against Casey. 25 points, seven rebounds. I mean, and oh, by the way, uh, Brock Hefner came back too, so that was helpful. Brock Hefner came back and he scored 17. So, so clearly a healthy Brock Hefner and Kate Meyer. Finally, we finally see what we finally expected out of them. Finally, how well, long it lasts remains to be seen. But in Green Bay, that? seems to have changed up their uh, their rotation a little bit there with with that Hefner return. So you know we'll see kind of they how uh, that's true. 
you know, a little bit shorter bench, a little different rotation. So, you know, maybe uh, Will Ryan's finding whatever it is his daddy tells him he's looking I mean, uh, whatever he's looking for. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they got St. Thomas coming up. So, I'm look, I'm going to – that's going to be – again, damn it, Horizon League, Summit League, come on. Horizon League, Summit League Challenge. It was supposed this. to happen. It was supposed I, I have to it happen, on good authority. It, it was a yes. done deal, and then COVID got in the way. That's right. No, didn't they do like a press release and everything for it? Yeah, it was happening. Yeah, it was happening, and then COVID happened, and then magically went away. No, we need this challenge, and I'm not just saying we. I mean us at the Horizon Roundtable, and the folks at the Reaching the Summit podcast, and their whole entire site. We all collectively need this. You know, else, you know what else? Give we need it to about? us. Yes. We, we needed need. Youngstown State to finish that game against Ohio. Oh, oh, oh come on, man. You got to box out. Jesus. Okay, had, so. I mean, I mean, you had the game and blah. They, they stormed back. They were down 13 at the half. They come back with a hell of a second half. They tie the game up with 1.3 seconds or something. Playing ridiculous. Cohill, yeah. Oh, 1.7, by the way, it was 1.7. Okay, and then this is where things got wonky. If you didn't watch, just trust me. I was watching, and I couldn't believe it. So tie game, 1.7. We're headed to overtime as far as we can tell. But Ohio gets to inbound from under their basket, and they throw it to about half court. Ball gets knocked out of bounds. Now, somehow that ball got knocked out. Yeah. Uh, it was past half court when the got uh-huh. It went out on the other side of half court, but they gave it to him probably another, you know, seven, eight feet closer to the hoop than uh, it probably should have been as far as I could see. I'm not sure how they, to use a football term, I'm not sure how they spotted that. Um, So they got to inbound it a little bit closer to the hoop than I thought it should have been. And with that, you know, one point, whatever seconds was still left after the initial inbound from under the hoop. They get it down low to, I don't even have the guy's name in front of me and he hits a him for like 28 White minutes Wilson that ball wanted to come off the hoop it was like it was being controlled by a remote control and it sat there and sat there and then it fell through the hoop and that was the game on a game winning layup that was that yeah that was young sound states to lose they easily could have won they 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 could have taken that in overtime and won that game they did everything right to get themselves back in that game. Absolutely. And then they didn't. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about Youngstown State a lot. Um, one player that I really enjoy uh, watching that was definitely not on my radar uh, is Malik Green. Um, oh, I think he's going to yeah. be another um, really, really top-tier player within the Horizon League. Well, I mean, Although, yeah, I mean, I mean, Malik Green, again, the, the guy from Canisius who was averaging, I think he was averaging 24 points a game with Canisius. So you yeah. know he's got some ups. Him and Nelson together are, you know, oh, yeah. kind of patro- pat- patrolling that. Although it looked like Green might have hurt his hand um, at the end of, end yeah, of that game. I haven't true. heard any updates if that's anything serious or not. So hopefully not since we haven't heard anything. Yeah. So, yeah, let's hope that, yeah. And I think they've got a little bit, I think they've got, I think they've got the week off. So I don't think, uh, I want to say they've got the week off because a bunch of teams do because of finals and stuff. So right. I think. I think Youngstown State is one of them. We're not going to. Uh, I'm sorry, I was incorrect. They're going. They're hosting Southern. 
So, okay, maybe maybe they don't have a finals week problem. So, but yeah, I was very disappointed. I was very sad that they lost. Um, also, I gotta say, um, what what was going on with Milwaukee being close to North Park for an entire half? I don't understand that one at all. I mean, they uh, end up winning by twenty nine, but this is like it was just so weird. Yeah, I mean they got it done, but that was a little. A little sketchy there for a moment. A little sketchy? Jesus, it was bad. I'm like, come on. Don't do that. <laughs> Fortunately, they finally they kicked it in another year and finally won. So that was Yeah. But yeah, that was that was that was not looking good for a whole entire twenty minutes. I was getting a little concerned. So they, they got it together. They they took care of things in the second half there, but uh yeah, a little rough. Yeah. Um so yeah, the uh yeah, their three point. Yeah, I think the big issue they had was three point shooting because they that was not great. <laughs> that was not great on Sunday. Yeah, they ended but up I, with I, I one. I mean, that's really, not terrible, but I mean, honestly, that wasn't really the this wasn't really the game you were going to expect them to like. You know, do a lot of stuff other than you know try to get some guys some playing time. I mean, the starter. I mean, Elijah Jamison is the one who scored the most points, nineteen. He came off the bench and would play twenty five minutes. I think the only the the starter that had the most minutes was Kentrell Pullian, and he only had 23. So I mean, the the, the, the game served the purpose of what it was supposed to serve. So they got they, I'm sure they worked on some things. They got some things done, and you know sometimes you got to play these games, and sometimes you got to play these games against uh, Spalding. Yeah. Um. And oh, by the way, uh, you got 12 minutes out of Vin Baker Jr. too. Oh, I did get that. That's true. So that. he's he's there. I, yeah. Again, I, I I don't have a real care either way. I just you know while trying to pick somebody that was going to emerge from Milwaukee, that was my guess. And yep, wrong there too. Wrong, uh-huh. wrong, 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 wrong. It happens. And then it does. and then you are correct, by the way. Spalding. Yeah. IUPUI beat the ball. They beat the ball. Up and down yeah, the court, they, they just didn't beat that ball. The ball very well, but they did beat them. I mean, you got to do that. Yeah. So, uh, and by the, and, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised by this. Um, freshman of the week this week is uh, freshman of the week is Vincent Brady II, um, and he scored 17 points in this game on seven that, of seven shooting. I might add. But in this game would have happened after that was already announced, though, too. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. Uh, actually, I think they announced it like right afterwards or something like that. Okay, yeah. so this game was accounted for in that potentially. Yes. It, no, it was not. No, no, it was not. If okay. it would, it'd be weird. But yeah, so yeah, they uh, and I guess you can't be surprised that, and it, this is the second time he's won freshman of the week, and you can't really be surprised that a freshman from IUPUI is going to win freshman of the week because they yeah. have so many. Any of them. Uh, also, let's make sure we don't uh, forget to point out that they jammed a uh, little over four thousand people into that that uh, arena for this what a noon start. And again, by people, I mean little people screaming. The Readers for Leaders program, yes. The kids are the real winners. Everybody wins when you get out of school to watch basketball. That's right. Day off off of school, get to scream your head off and watch some basketball. Don't care what kind of basketball it is. Hey, they won, so it doesn't matter. All right, Bob, look look ahead to the, the next week. Is there, like, any one or two games that you're, like, yeah, the, this is the game to look forward to. What you got? Oh, Christ. Are you kidding me? Um, oh, Wright State and Akron. At the jar on Wednesday, Wright State against Akron. 
That's gonna that if there's a measuring stick for Wright State, it's that Akron game right there. Because Northern Kentucky's playing Eastern. Eastern, I don't think it's very good. Um. And Green Bay's playing Stanford, and Stanford's gonna destroy them. So, oh wait, yeah, and then yeah, and then yeah, and then anything IUPUI's in. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to any of these. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great slate. I was just trying to see if we could jump ahead to anything. Uh... But no, the 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 right state Akron game. That one's gonna be if they, of all the games, that's gonna be the game this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna settle into Detroit Mercy at Eastern. I think that's gonna be a be a fun one to watch. I think uh, you're gonna get an Antoine Davis, um, Amani Bates uh, shootout, and well, I don't mean that no, in a gun that, charge kind of way. That's gonna be good. I mean, and the funny part is, is that e- Imani Bates is good. Eastern is definitely not. But they should be. I, I I'm not gonna I, exactly. Turn to a, I don't get it. I mean, having watched them and seen like they should be, but they man, they lost to Oakland. So if you lose to Oakland, you suck right now. So I don't make the rules. <laughs> I hey, I said it. That's right. All right. So yeah. Um. And by the way, my number two is gonna be Robert Morris and Mount St. Mary's. Those two teams hate each other very, very much. And it is in Maryland. I'm not sure if it's on TV, but it's out there. Do, uh, teach me, Rock. Why do they hate each other? What did I miss? They're the. They're rivals from the NEC. They are the main problem? two rivals from the NEC. But Mount, they're it, not even Mount St. Mary's isn't even in the NEC anymore. No, but neither is Robert Morris. But right, they still I, okay. hate. It doesn't stop them from hating each other. Well, I hope they hate each other a lot. It's on ESPN Plus. It is okay. Good, 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 good. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure because you know where is Mount St. Mary's again? I don't even remember. I was afraid they North, like moved to northeast. the northeast. I don't know. No. Yeah, I was afraid they moved the America East Conference who has flow, and I hate flow. No, I they're, can't they're, hit. I, they're okay. in the Mac. Oh, the the mock. Okay. The mock. Yeah. The mock. So yeah, yeah. That, there's those. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna be watching Detroit um, Eastern. And by the way, that is a that actually is a pivotal game because uh, they they Mount St. Mary's and Robert Morris are pretty similar. You know, pretty similar in 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 uh, standing. So yeah, that's gonna be good measuring stick. I think I think it's a measuring stick, and it's a, and for Robert Morris, it's a rivalry game, and they absolutely need to win this. It's a must win for them. And then Sounds off we go into the and then it's Christmas time and. Ho, ho, My ho, favorite ho, time ho. of year. Yeah. So, you've heard that um, <laughs> all right. All right. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, yeah. I don't know what the hell we're doing next week, but, um, but I will say this, Matt, New Year's day is on a Sunday this year. That seems like a thing. That means I can recover. Well, okay. Well, I was going to say our annual live broadcast, our live podcast is that day but sure i can do both all right good because we're gonna <laughs> so yeah new year's episode the live one is yeah, we are at least going to be doing that so um i don't know what else but uh horizonroundtable.com i know a bunch of guys are writing that's for sure power rankings we have power rankings they're back freedom everybody you know and, and after a moment we even got the numbers right we, we can do numbers <laughs> Sort of. I mean, close enough. I mean, close enough. We got it right eventually. 
So HorizonRoundTable.com, you can pull us up, uh, and you can pull us up wherever podcasts are found. And then, of course, you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So tune in next time. Until then, thank you all for listening.